Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Scarb Show. We are two live in Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Andrew Scarborough, and the current date today is September 23, 2023. And I am joined by two special guests here. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? My name is Sid, a.k.a. The Real Young Sid. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes, sir. Um, I'm Cameron. Uh, I'm just here, you know. Hell yeah, brother. Well, we got some special guests today, so stick around, tune in, and let's get to this podcast, baby. Let's go. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to the Scarb Show. And to start off with this podcast, we're going to dive into the NFL world, where you have a lot of news that has come up this week. Cameron, who's your who's your team? Uh, my team right now, I said that always. Has been is the the New England Patriots. Patriots, how you feeling? How are they doing this year so far? They'd always do better, but you know, ever since Brady left, it hasn't been the same. And then they kicked Cam Newton off. So yeah, it's been a tough couple of years in New England, but they'll they'll bounce back. They're they're five hundred yeah, right now. Or no, they're tough. on two. That's right. Yeah, but they'll bounce back. They've barely been losing anyways, but. My Denver Broncos are also 0-2, so that's not great start for either one of our teams. Yeah. But that's how it'd be in the NFL sometimes. Right. All right, so just to get into some news that's happened over the last week or so, uh, we have a big injury that has happened on the Dallas Cowboys side. Do you know what that injury has been? Yes, the injury to Trayvon Diggs' knee, I believe it was. Correct, correct, man. That out ACL for the rest of the year, bro. That's a huge hit to that Dallas defense. Of course, one of the best corners in the league right now, and one of the future rising stars, like young stars right now. So a huge hit to that defense as the Cowboys are starting off great this year at 2-0, but they lose that thing. They lose that spot as well. Yeah. Um, And then speaking of the Bears had some weird – Things happen over the last week or so as their field got raided, got broken into Soldier Field and had over 100K worth of equipment stolen from the stadium overnight. So what do you guys think about that? Wow, I didn't even know about I didn't that know until you told us about that. They stole 100K worth of things, is that what you said? 100K. Oh my goodness. Crazy, bro. Rich right now. Yeah. That was me. I know, bro. You had to sell all that off? Yeah. And then they also had some other stuff with their defensive coordinator. Um, he resigned last week over some allegations that came out. Well, not really allegations, but like some incidents that happened. And apparently the FBI raided his house. Jeez. And we're not exactly sure. What do you guys, what do y'all think what happened? Uh, if, the, if the FBI is involved, then I mean, it seems pretty serious, but like you said, we, we really don't know yet. Probably like money laundering. Money laundering or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like illegal drugs, maybe. I mean, they haven't came out with it, but they did say that his house did get raided, but they're not sure about it. So it's a bad week in Chicago so far. Yeah. And of course, they're 0 2 as well. Uh, who do you, you like Justin Fields as a quarterback? Yeah, of course I do. He's a very talented quarterback. I, I, think, he's, I think he's great. You know, um, he could be better, but, you know, his run game is very good. He's showing that he can throw the ball too, but with everything that's going bad in Chicago this week, it doesn't help that you know the Chiefs are going to end up whooping their ass tomorrow. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, you know, Justin Fields is you know proving to himself that you know he can he can hang in this league with the very best. So we'll see. 
Man, I'm on, like I said, I'm on offensive <clears throat> spectrums. I think Justin Fields is a backup at best. I just don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but we'll see. He's still young. We'll right. see what happens. But I think it just comes with the experience. Exactly. And with the team he's surrounded with. Definitely. I don't think he'll get as much as the other quarterbacks yeah. on the team. So. so we'll see. And then he also called out his coaches on why he feels like he hasn't been playing well. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know if you take a shot at your coaches for your play. Right. No. And it's not necessarily that he's a bad player or even a bad team. Like, Chicago's not that bad of a team. But, you know, I don't know. Going after, going after your coaches, I mean, it's kind of a low blow. But, you know, I don't know. It's just the way it is, I guess. I don't yeah. think that's good for chemistry for the team at all either. Exactly. So exactly. on that field, it'll just – it's no – positive outcome on that so definitely a bad week in chicago hopefully they can turn it around this weekend and get a win but man some bad things to happen over in chai town this week so we'll see if they resolve all that hopefully all right and other news now in the nfl we've had a couple signings over the last week as teams are you know losing players due to injuries obviously they're signing them to their practice squad or the 53-man roster so what signings have we got this week? Uh, we just got a com- confirmation that A.J. McCarron is returning to the NFL and he signs with the former team who he was on before, the Cincinnati Bengals. Gotcha. He got signed to their practice squad today. Wow, that's great for him. A.J. McCarron, of course, one of the former NFL quarterbacks who played for the Bengals for a couple of years, is back in the NFL. Obviously, he played at Alabama University, was one of the best in college. So that's, that's right. a great fit. I remember him. And our Super Bowl run for the Denver Broncos, he almost ended our, you know, our home seat, our home slate in the playoffs. Um, that was a close game. We ended up winning right at the last minute, though. Yeah. So, yeah, we have that signing this week. And then we also have the Cleveland Browns as they re-signed their running back, Kareem Hunt, to a one-year deal due to the Nick Chubb injury that occurred last week. Yeah, that was a, a pretty uh, gruesome injury. I was watching that game live, and uh, I could hear the – the shock in the crowd, you know, it was that bad ABC and ESPN didn't want to show it, but there were other videos, you know, that were surfaced. And I, I know you guys don't do any knee injuries and stuff like that, but man, it was some pretty gruesome shit. And you it know, was. I wish we wish Nick Chubb the best. Um, he's out for the season and, you know, nothing but, you know, healthy recovery. Exactly. Cameron, do you have anything to add on to that, man? I mean, it says that he will be back in like six to eight months. Six to eight months. That's yeah. quick. Well, Suffered only a torn MCL. So. Oh man! I mean, it was it was pretty bad when I when I saw it. It was I didn't see it on the live telecast, but I right. think I saw it like the next day when they came out with it. Like it was it was pretty gruesome, and I can hear him screaming in pain through the TV. So. That's that's surprising. Only an MCL tear. I thought it blew his whole knee up. Wow! I like, thought he did two other ligaments. Only the, MCL. So. With the way that it looked, it was it was pretty bad. But like six to eight months recovery. I mean, that's good. It could have went worse, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Hopefully, uh, he recovers like we said, and then training regimens, recovery. Cam, you're an athlete. Have you ever had to go through the recovery process of a major injury? Uh, nothing major, but uh, when I first did come out here to Utah, and you know, of course, there's mountains out here. Yeah. So the first thing I wanted to do was like snowboarding or skiing. I went snowboarding. Definitely. I went on a bunny hill. I messed up my knee somehow. And like just like a couple of months ago, I got it checked out, and they were just saying to roll it out. It's probably just like a, you never because I don't stretch or move my body. Yeah. With the uh, 
sport I play, I don't move my body like a, what do you call it, laterally. Yeah, exactly. I only move forward and backwards. Yeah, you're a track athlete, correct? Right. Yeah, so how do you like train for all that kind of stuff? Do you have like a regiment you follow yeah. or do you just like, um, go out there and wing it? Nah, I have a schedule I follow through like the fall season, winter, spring. Um, usually Mondays, it'll be uh, like a mile warm up. Then we'll get into like some sprints of like 60s <clears> maybe. And if it's like later on in the week, 400s, okay. just repetitions. Right and then cool down after like what, 12 of those, like three different sets of uh, types of runs. Yeah, and, yeah. And then after that, go to the gym. And all that takes about two hours. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a former track athlete as well, so I know exactly what you're going through. I know exactly what you train for. Like, them cool downs be a bitch. Yeah. If you're already tired, bro. Then you gotta get that lactic acid out of your body, right. bro. It's a bitch, bro. Uh, the mental thing for me is, it's just I'm out there by myself most of the time, so it's just it's so gruesome out there for me. Oh yeah, mind over matter for sure. You got any big events coming up? Um, uh, no one has dropped their schedule. Okay. Around the schools yet, but uh, I usually just match my schedule with theirs. There you um, go. Indoor starts around November. Hell yeah. So there you go. The last beat I ran was at University of Utah. Oh, snap. Yeah. How'd that one go? Uh, it was decent, but it was still cold, still snowing last year in April. So I was just like, and you, I couldn't really run on the outdoor track like that. Oh, honestly, April, bro, it's more like freaking winter. It ain't right. spring in Utah, bro. It's all, April always sucks here. I hate it. It's always cold, but that's sick. What is your like biggest accomplishment you've gone through as uh, a track athlete? When I came here, I think it would be uh, – because I do USA track and field. Um, it's like an association organization for all the track athletes around right. the U.S. Uh, in this state, I was the junior Olympic champion for this association in Utah. Hell yeah. So that was pretty dope. My first year coming here. Congrats, brother. Yeah, that's, 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 that's some accomplishments right there, man. It's a huge thing. It's a huge deal for sure. Well, you know, Cameron, one of our boys, one of our homies. You know, check him out on the track. Go support it. Go follow him. He's gonna be a future Olympian here soon. I can already tell, bro. So. We see them. We see them accomplishments. We see that. We see the work you're putting in. We'll be at his Olympic meets <laughs> too. So, hey, Paris 2024. Look out. Yep, he's coming. All right, everybody. Now that we dove down into the future Olympian and his accomplishments, we are gonna tr talk about something a little different here on this podcast, as turf has become a norm in sports, not only in football, but in all kinds of sports now, um, which has had led to some positive things, but also some very negative things. Of course, the positive means we don't have to take care of it as much. You know, it's not high maintenance. It helps out those groundskeepers, which I would know because I'm a groundskeeper for a baseball team. Um, but the downsides to it are injuries. And we've seen a couple players go down on these turf fields and, you know, ruin their careers, not only in football, but in baseball and other sports. So what do you guys think? You guys prefer grass or turf? Um, I don't believe I've actually stepped on a turf field because I'm not actually a football player or anything like that. Yeah. But I would definitely say on the grass because of all the stuff I hear about the turf and the injuries. Oh, yeah. It's sure. risen over. What do you – I prefer grass too because me, I'm a former football player as well, and, you know, the turf is a bitch. So, um, yeah, the grass for sure. I mean, I never really had any problems on the turf, but, yeah, I prefer grass. Yeah, definitely injuries have occurred, especially knee injuries, like not only with Nick Chubb, but, like, 
knee injuries, you, you get hooked up. You know, grass has a little bit of leeway, right. kind of like gives way. Turf, especially when you got metal cleats on, it just grips and it grabs and your knees turn, your ankles turn, all gotcha. kinds of Like we saw Dak Prescott break his ankle That's right. a couple of years ago on their turf field in Dallas. We came down, kind of got tackled, and his foot got caught up and then obviously snapped in half. Ruined his season the rest without the rest of the year, and that's just one example of injuries. Yeah. So, but there is many fields. The, the NFL is thinking about moving to grass permanently. Do you guys think they should do that? I would definitely think it'd be a good investment for the NFL. That'd bring in probably more sponsors and stuff like that. Definitely. But you also had the downside on the Super Bowl last year. We had some problems gripping last year. Do you, do you remember that? Sid? Yes, you I remember you, that. Yes. You, want to, you want to fill in on what you think about your thoughts of that Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, that Super Bowl turf was, it looked terrible, honestly. You know, um, those players, like especially with what happened to Patrick Mahomes uh, before the um, halftime, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, so there is downfalls to grass turf. Obviously, it looked like it was over water and players were slipping and sliding and couldn't really grip, and it kind of changed the game, they're saying. They're saying the Philadelphia Eagles lost that game because the turf was so bad. Yeah, and it kind of didn't help because maybe it had to do with the humidity because the Super Bowl this past year was in Phoenix, Arizona. So yep. maybe it had something to play with it, but we may never know. But I think, like Cam just said, the uh, grass in the NFL permanently would be a very, very good investment. So Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right, moving on from the NFL world, we're going to move to the basketball world a little bit, where the NBA has just paired with a streaming company, and that streaming company is HBO Max, and they are set to stream this upcoming NBA season, um, streaming NBA games on HBO Max at no additional cost. So if you have HBO Max, you, you'll be able to watch NBA games for free. That would be nice. Yeah, how do you guys Fill your input. How do you, what do y'all feel about that? I, I pay for it every month, so it's like, and I don't have cable up at the base, so it's like, I don't really get to, I got to pay for this, that, CBS, TNT, mm-hmm. watching these different games. Yep. So cable. Be helpful. Cable's definitely getting up there expensive-wise. Yeah. How do you feel? You think you like, you like it or yeah. you stick to cable? I think, I think it's great because, you know, nobody wants to pay for cable these days, you know, so like... The fact that, you know, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, all these different sports leagues are, you know, partnering up with these streaming services. I think it's a really good investment. And, you know, going forward, you know, who knows? Maybe other sports leagues can follow that trend as well. Yeah. All right. And then I got a question for you. Who, what would you guys argue um, based off your you're positive about the NBA streaming games and other sports entities? What about the fans that, like, don't have these you know, streaming services and can't watch. Like, example, the NFL has Prime Video. Um, they only stream the Thursday night games on Prime Video, no cable. Right. What would you guys say to that? What would you argue? Do you think it's a good investment for this, for not only the NBA, but the NFL, MLB? I don't think so. Um, maybe it's like, I would see it as, oh, it's not really a big game or something like that. Yeah. If it's not on this channel, this channel, and this channel. I wouldn't see that as a big game like Super Bowl or whatever. Exactly. So, like, do you think they should stream not only on cable but also platforms, or do you think platforms should be exclusive? Like, only we can only you have to have. Let me me put it this way: you have to have HBO Max to say watch the Super Bowl. No, I think it'd be better if you get more viewers having multiple different platforms, track more 
of an audience like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm on both sides because I like I like that Prime has Thursday night football, but you know, what if I don't have Prime? Then I can't watch my favorite team on Thursday, right. you know. But I got cable. But on the vice versa side, these people that can't afford cable or don't prefer cable can go on their streaming service and watch the game, which is great. Which is great, not only on HBO Max but like Hulu and stuff like that. You know, all those big streaming services. So. Yeah. It's going to be exciting times for the NBA season this year as they are also introducing their in-play tournament, their in-season tournament. Um, not exactly sure how this is going to work. It's very kind of confusing, but, like, they're going to shut down like like they would for NBA All-Star Week, and they shut down a week and play this tournament that, like, decides playoff spots or helps decide playoff spots. And what do you guys feel? How do you feel about this camp? Uh, I don't really know how to feel about it. It's uh, something new, I think, uh, over time. I think it'll start off kind of rough, but over time it'll get better and progress. Yeah, definitely. I, I think so, too. But it is kind of it is kind of strange that they're going to shut down the whole week of the NBA just to play this exclusive tournament, maybe in after season or even before the playoffs. But right. in the middle of the season will be weird for yeah. sure. Yeah. How do you feel about it, dude? I blame the 2020 COVID season for all this shit. But um, <laughs> no, man. I mean, I think it's a, it's, it's very, you know, like different, you know, that they're doing that and you know deciding playoffs during the season. You know, like the season is not like fully, you know, where it should be at, and then you guys want to decide that. Like the play-in tournament, obviously, at that off season is weird itself. So I mean. Yeah, I pretty much blame the COVID season for all of that. But going forward in the future, you never know. It could work out. It could not. You know, we just have to wait and see. Yeah, it is cool, though. But at the same time, it's, I feel like it's not fair because you have the seventh and the eighth. You only have six teams that are guaranteed to make it, but the seventh and eighth seed have to play against each other. But let's say the eighth seed wins like they do last year, a couple of times that have happened, like the Warriors a couple of years ago lost to their eighth seed opponent and missed the playoffs. Do you think it's fair that, you know, if we if we play better and get a better record, then you guys should be automatically be in the playoffs or should we play for our spot? Uh, no, I think this is its own separate thing. And I think, honestly, they should actually do this little in-tournament thing, replace it with the three-point game, uh, you know, that week with All-Star. And that stuff would like be that. sick. Add some, like, yeah. tournaments and activities to decide. That would be cool. That would be wild, though, yeah. to decide a playoff spot. Oh, that would definitely be interesting to see for sure. But definitely. I like, yeah, but if you do have HBO Max this season, you're going to tune into some NBA games, hopefully, because no additional cost. Why not? Why not watch some right. NBA games for free? I don't know how good of NBA games they'll be, but I'm sure they'll put some big games on there, right? right. It, it should be dope. Yeah. So you'll probably see a lot of Lakers. That's my guarantee, I bet. <laughs> definitely. All right, now that we've moved on from our HBO entertainment side, we're going to move to some other entertainment side as the new NBA 2K24 game has just released just about, what, two or three weeks ago now um, with the cover of being the late, great Kobe Bryant, our rest in peace. Um, but what a great cover to put on your new game for this year. I personally haven't played this game, but I've been playing 2K23 and 2K22 over the last couple of years. And my opinion is... 2K is getting it is good, but it's it's kind of getting away from what it used to be. I feel like it's 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 trying to do too much, especially with the park. What do right. you what, what do you think about that? Um, it's definitely getting a uh, diversity for the other players who like want to 
see this and that, but I agree with you. It's getting away from what it uh, used to be. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm more of a franchise player. Like, I like playing franchise mode more than, like, the park and online and right. my career. My career seems like it seems to be kind of the same story every year. Um, I wish you could, you know, choose your own name pretty much and, you know, not ride with the generic name that they give you, but, or maybe even do, they go through the college route. Yeah, Yeah. different stories. They go through the college route, but I feel like you should pave your own story instead of follow some kind of story that's already paved. I mean, it's easy for me to say, but that's how I feel about it. But I'm definitely a franchise guy. What's your favorite mode to play? Honestly, mine's uh, my career. I still haven't gotten out of that, uh, that setting yet. There you go. But uh, I, my favorite part of that would be the flashback games, oh, where definitely. you get to play the college teams and go through the freshman, sophomore, junior, senior years. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I like my career. Like I'm not hating on it, but it just I would like to create my own story more than follow a story. And that, I feel like that's what the old two Ks used to do. Right. Kind of made it like it's your own story, you know. Right. So, but. I like what they're trying out. What do you What do you say, Sid? What do you? I honestly haven't uh, played the new Two K Twenty Four yet, but I'd have to say career mode too, and then the other mode that you like playing. You know, building your own story, but it's kind of fun to you know relive the the past games as well. I think it's pretty cool, but yeah, yeah. So I I like the last couple of Two Ks. I've yet to see NBA Two K Twenty Four. Obviously, I've heard it's it's got mixed reviews. It's got a great game. But I feel like NBA 2K is doing a little bit too much, but they definitely need to come out with an NFL game because EA Madden, I'm sorry, just hasn't been that great the last couple of years. Have you played EA Madden? No. Uh, ever since 2009 and those little eras. The Goat Maddens. Yeah. The Goat Maddens. It just doesn't seem the same when I play it, so I haven't really been. It seems, it seems too much of a simulation. I mean, they've... Obviously, Madden has got rid of a lot of their stuff, like halftime shows and pregame celebrations. Um, and that's what I worry about 2K, but it seems like they're keeping their core intact. Hopefully, they can make an NFL game to rival EA because EA right. has been not so great lately. It has not. What about uh, ESPN? You know how they used to... All the ESPN yeah. football games, too, as well. I mean, if, if the NFL could strike a deal with ESPN, 2K, have multiple platforms, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, not just stick with EA, but... Do 2K ESPN or whatever company that decides. I remember playing those games as a kid too, the ESPN and the 2K NFLs. Those were those were the, the days for sure. It brings back a lot of memories playing those games. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I played the, I think the last ESPN game played I, was like 2002. So <laughs> it's been a minute since I played the ESPN ones. Yeah. But the Matt, EA Maddens I played, and I, and I would love to see 2K hopefully get involved as you know, they make their games great with the NBA, and then they have the WWE wrestling, I believe. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I like the uh, I like the WWE games, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the WWE games, like the SmackDown versus Raw back in the day was the best one, and then 2K took over, and then they eliminated the MLB 2K games, oh, and then right. obviously the NFL games. So I'd like to see, you know, the NFL and um, the MLB return to the 2K franchise, but... We'll see, you know, we just got to see how it plays down the road, so. Yeah, thank God MLB The Show went multiple platform because I'm an Xbox guy, and for years I couldn't play MLB because it was exclusively PlayStation, but they moved it to Xbox and PlayStation. So what's your opinion? What's, are you an Xbox or PlayStation guy, Cam? Uh, honestly, I don't have either of those uh, consoles. I'm more of a computer guy, and then my girlfriend's parents got me a Switch. Oh, so that's all awesome. I'm on. Oh, hell yeah, so, there you yeah. go. 
Yeah, he's going classic. Yeah, there's a lot of PC players now as well too. I'm not. My brother does a PC, but I'm not really been a, too much because I I suck at computers. I ain't gonna yeah. lie, bro. I'm terrible <laughs> with computers. So. Yeah, I have a cousin. He likes playing the Nintendo Switch. He did have a PS4. Um, I don't know why the hell he got rid of it, but um, yeah, <laughs> he's a Nintendo Switch guy and he loves playing the 2K games. But me personally, I like Xbox and PlayStation both. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm glad that you know MLB the Show is on. Uh, many platforms now because it used to just be a, a PlayStation game and then they're just like you know what like let's put it on all platforms I think they did that what was it like MLB did they do it uh, 21 or 20 Something that like they started that. bringing it on yeah. Xbox it was and all like platforms. 20 was 20 yeah it was like yeah 20, MLB yeah. the show 20 it was one of those years but yeah I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting you know and it's a great investment you know not just to have it on one gaming console but on all and you know it's a it's a very fun game as well so yeah definitely so i'm definitely an xbox guy i grew up playing playstation but i moved to the xbox and i've stuck with xbox the whole time so definitely an xbox guy hopefully they keep these sports games multi-platform which i believe in the future they will right all right everybody now we're going to move on to the Olympics world where the new Olympics are starting up here in just a year in Paris 2024 July what was it 20 so the 2024 summer Olympics will be held in Paris France obviously and it starts Friday July 26 2024 up until Sunday August 11th 2024 definitely and of course track and field my boy Cameron over here is a track and field artist right here one of the right. top athletes that's going to be in Paris we believe but hopefully, what do you feel? How do you feel? What's your favorite event in this summer of the Olympics? Um, for track and field, it'll be, let's say, 400. 400. I like seeing the gradual changes within the race, and it's just so unique. Damn. Yeah, I love, those. I love those ones. I like the, I like the 100 meter, what is it, 100 yard sprint? Meter, yeah. Meter, 100 meter sprint, and then the one mile. Yeah. I love the one mile run. Yeah, those are dope too. Yeah, because the dudes are just hauling ass. Because those other races, you know, you have to like pace yourself. Right. These guys are hauling ass right out the gate. Right. So I, I love at least more. like 50 seconds mm -hmm. each lap around the track. Yeah. yeah, and if you guys think you can compete with these athletes, trust me, you can, bro. It's 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 too much, bro. I, I former cross country. You know, sprinting for a mile ain't easy, especially when they do it in, like, what, five minutes, four right. minutes? I mean, well, they, they do it in, like, three Yeah, three nowadays. minutes, bro. Crazy, crazy how crazy athletes are nowadays. It is, it is crazy. You know, you can even uh, ask Usain Bolt, you know, like, the guy, you know, is, like, the guy runs insane. faster than a cheetah almost. Yeah. Yeah, there was one of the um, NFL wide receivers, I believe it was Tyreek Hill. He tried to race Usain Bolt, and, you know, I mean, Tyreek Hill – He's a fast dude, but, you know, Bolt is a legend, and, you know, he smoked him, so. Yeah, that just shows you, because Tyreek Hill is the fastest, I I believe, the fastest wide receiver in the NFL. He's the fastest yeah. player I ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> ever, and you got Usain Bolt lapping him, bro. I mean, that just shows you how quick these guys are. Yeah, you know what, I got a question. How would you guys feel if uh, players like Tyreek Hill, like, cross over to, you know, Oh, that'd be too. that'd be awesome. I know that'd some former, I know some current and former NFL players did do track in like college and stuff. But right. if they competed like nationally in the Olympics for gold, that'd be so sick. You guys see that a uh, race where uh, Tyreek Hill was uh, competing, actually in like uh, one of the USATF uh, meets. I believe I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like what a couple, a couple uh, of months ago. A couple months yeah. ago, yeah, yeah. I Getting saw that. Here. He hung too. He yeah. did pretty well. 
did he win a couple or did yeah he? um he's uh, uh running in the masters so nice. it was definitely for yeah. Him. yeah dude's a little quick little dude i mean it's crazy but i'd love to see and not just nfl athletes but yeah, any athletes, basketball players. players i feel like dude i feel like lebron low-key I think those are the athletes. best athletes, honestly, when they cross over. Like Deion Sanders, he oh, was Deion. doing baseball and football. That one, that was great. And yeah. basketball. He was, right. a, he was a great player. Oh, in wow. he, he didn't play in the NBA, but he did college, and it was like, yeah. Deion went crazy. Bro. Deion can do it all, man. I remember, uh, There's this, this is a fact, actually. Uh, he played a game. It was uh, during the NFL season, when the season began. It was uh, Atlanta. He was with the Falcons. So after he played that game, he had a playoff baseball game, and then he flew from Atlanta to uh, – I can't even remember, but I knew he played a game in the NFL and in the MLB in the same day, which is crazy to me. So, yeah, yeah I, that's it's, it's pretty awesome to see. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so I would love to see that. Um, I, dude, even LeBron at 38 years old could hang. He really could. He that can. dude's built – puts a million dollars into his body every year. Boy's built. He could do it. I mean, maybe I don't know how well he'd do, but he could hang. He could hang for sure. Right. What's some of your favorite track and field athletes? You got a favorite? Uh, or? I have favorites for both females and males. Uh, Sydney McLaughlin, Le- uh, LeBron. I think that's her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a four hundred hurdler. Nice. Four hundred meter runner. Um, there's also. Uh, everyone likes Noah Lyles, but me, I think he's like just way like, he's like, too much of a character for me. Yeah. It's not like he's not good or anything. It's just it's too much of a character for me. I like I'm more like a Christian Coleman type of guy. Okay. But then of course there's Shakari uh, Richardson. Oh yeah. Um, she's a pretty dope athlete. She's great. Yeah, she's a she's a one of the best in I don't I guess, I guess you'd say the world because it's yeah. Olympics. You know? Right. Um. What do you guys feel about um, doing drugs and running? Like, you know how she went through the marijuana? Um, the marijuana is is touchy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think there's health benefits to marijuana. I don't think there's nothing wrong. Obviously, they probably don't want their athletes high during right. their meets or just any other sport, but also the health benefits of it from different from like opioids and stuff and painkillers, you know, it's naturally soothing. So, right. I mean, and then, you know, it puts your mind at ease, you know, it, we kind of, right. you know, helps you focus more. You think it's like a, I think some of the officials see it as like cheating. Do you think it's like a cheating? Not, not weed necessarily, yeah. uh, but like other drugs. Yeah. Like performing Definitely. enhancing for sure. Right. Um, yeah. The PEDs for sure would be a, uh, a cheating uh, aspect of it, you know, more than the marijuana part for sure. But like, yeah, marijuana is, you know, technically natural. It's, I don't think it's killed anybody. Yeah. I don't think there's any records of it killing no, anybody. No, not that I've seen. So no. I, I, I thought it was too harsh for sure. I mean, we're moving towards that age where it is becoming more legal and more, you know, right. modernized. So I could see it, you know, being, you know, accepted yeah. earlier. Hopefully it gets later. accepted here in Mormon country. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel you. In Utah, they definitely need to, you know, accept it here. Because um, my state, Colorado, that's my not my hometown, but I wish it was my hometown. Yeah. It feels like my hometown because <laughs> I'm there every year. I love that state. Man, everybody's high there. And they Dude, you still need so to take chill. me there, bro. <laughs> I know. They seem, they seem so chill there. But definitely, I think marijuana should be accepted in sports. Um, not only in just like, just track and field, the NFL, man. Some of these guys literally tell themselves or tell people 
that every week they go through a game, it's like getting hit by a truck after. Right. Ricky Williams, for example, yeah, exactly. when he uh, was doing the whole marijuana thing back in his playing career, and I think he um, started a marijuana business too right after he retired. So that's that's going pretty well for him too. Yeah. So I mean, there's health benefits to it. So yeah. definitely. How, how do you feel about it? Um, you know, there's been some athletes like uh, Michael Phelps. Yeah. You know, he's been able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. He used yeah. to do it right after his uh, after his season was over. I don't know not much about swimming, but. I know he did that, and no one ever really caught him until, I don't know. Until he was already solidified Hall of Famer. Right. Yeah, definitely. Share so, a story about it. But, like, yeah, I mean, even being a swimmer, being a swimmer works your whole entire body. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's crazy. So, I mean, I could see why they had the health benefits towards that as well. So, yeah. definitely. And I think there was a pitcher a couple years ago, like, I want to say, like, five or ten years ago, can't remember his name, but he, he, he smoked weed before the game and threw a no-hitter and was perfect the whole game. And Who was that player? I can't even remember who it was. I heard about that. But he like threw a perfect no-hitter, had one of the best performances of his career because, like yeah. I said, it settles you down. You know, you're not wound up in the moments. Right. So I like it. But obviously, I'm like, I feel like athletes probably shouldn't be high in the middle of the game. Right. But the health benefits are there, for yeah, sure. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Speaking of that, I don't know if you're – do you know who Barry Bonds is? No, not off the top of my head. So he was a former Giants baseball player um, that hit for 70 home runs, which still holds today the record. Wow. But in and, and one season, not just like over his career, in one season he had 70 home runs, but uh, was caught using PEDs during the steroid era and has been not accepted in the Hall of Fame because of it. So you get touchy subjects about that. So what do you guys, do you guys think, kind of getting into my next subject here, do you guys think players that have used PEDs um, should be able to, you know, if they if they made great accomplishments, should they be able to, you know, be in their Hall of Fame? That is a very tricky answer. It's very, very hard. I'm going to touch on that Barry Bonds thing quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, oh, man, I mean, Barry Bonds, like, no one's ever going to, you know, hit 762 home runs in their career ever. I mean, we know Albert Pujols uh, last year uh, hit, you know, 700. He's at like 705, I think. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very hard for some of these players to hit 762. Barry Bonds, you know, the steroids or not, I mean, he was one of the greatest like players to ever, like, you know, hit home runs. And then, like, in my opinion, I think the steroid era was one of the most exciting times in baseball. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, you know, there's some players, you know, that have been accepted into the Hall of Fame that have used PEDs. So the fact that Barry Bonds is still not in the Hall of Fame, you know, just because of that and other players have, you know, I mean, I think it's kind of messed up. But, you know, I can understand where the league and, like, where the, um, you know, Hall of Fame commission is coming from. But, you know, I mean. That's Barry Bonds, man. Exactly. So, and then there also been a rumor that the MLB during that steroid era turned a blind eye to bring popularity back to baseball, mm-hmm. and then right after baseball was popular, they punished them. Okay. So what? What? Are, what's your opinion on it? Do you think? You think? You think their company turns a blind eye, lets them cheat, and then punishes them right after? Do you think that's you know logical? Or just not just baseball, but in any sport, let's say if that happened. Re-explain that for me. So, like in let's say like track and field. Yeah. You had all these players, all these athletes using PEDs. Right. Track and field, it's popular. Yeah. But let's say 
it went from nothing to all of a sudden you had like four athletes that were just, you know, using PEDs right. and turn the sport around and gain popularity because mm-hmm. of how they were performing based off using PEDs. But then once it got popular again, say track and field association went and banned them or, you know, punished them right after, right. but also turned a blind eye and acted like they didn't know. Cause that's a rumor in the MLB. The, the, mm-hmm. the rumor okay. in the MLB said, that baseball turned a blind eye to Barry Bonds and the cheating steroid era. Okay. And Punished him just so there. baseball could get more popular. Gotcha. You know? and, and then all of a sudden comes out when they find out they were using it, right. comes to say, oh, we didn't know about this pretty much. Right. So how would you feel? I mean, if I was him, I'd feel like, uh, like terrible on the inside. Because you know what you were doing and you were doing this for this purpose. Mm-hmm. And you have no one else to back you up or so it's like i'm left out here alone and it looks like i'm doing something like just i hear just yeah exactly and then i get you you're cheating technically but you also have athleticism right no, no one can just walk up and hit a 90 mile an hour baseball no one can walk up to a track field and run a 100 yard dash in what three seconds right yeah so obviously you have you're athletic enough to do that right. so you know i'm 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 with the cheating and I'm not with the cheating, but especially if your league turned a blind eye to it and then yeah. you get punched after, I think it's not fair. I don't think it's fair either. Yeah. I think, I think back in the day that uh, PEDs, you know, a lot of athletes were able to get away with it. But then like nowadays in sports, you know, like they're kind of cracking down on PEDs. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it's fair, honestly. But Yeah, we another Olympic athlete that got caught a couple of years was – uh, former Olympian swimmer Brian Lochte. Yeah, I remember that. He was at the top of his game. Yeah, and then got caught. Was you know kind of a surefire Hall of Famer, won a couple gold medals, got caught, and now everybody yeah. says, oh, he didn't deserve it. Right. But he still had that athleticism. Exactly. And you know, the Olympics probably knew about it. Yeah. You know, there's shady parts in sports, bro. You know, they. I believe so. It's yeah. the same thing with the NFL, NBA. Mm-hmm. And we're not as popular as those companies or whatever you call it. Exactly. And swimming took off when yeah. Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps were, you know, swimming wasn't really known. And then that, that during that period, especially USA, yeah. both of them were USA swimmers, took off. Those guys took over. You yeah. know? I mean, nobody really, you know, paid attention into the, you know, like swimming aspect of it until Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps came. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying is like, should you allow players to cheat for a certain amount of time just to bring your sport up and then punish them right after. Is that fair? You know, that definitely isn't fair. Um, I understand the motive behind it and it definitely works because I, I believe like the, any Olympic sport, like winter too, because there's only like once every four years, those come around and year two is just magically pops up. Yep. At least somebody's doing that. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. And there's been known, there's been not just Barry Bonds baseball player, but many baseball players, including like Nelson Cruz, Alex Rodriguez, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. So they all, they're all doing it. Right. I mean, and I still think they're doing it to this day because they, they got chew in their mouth and not just baseball players, but any athletes are doing yeah. like you got NFL players that say, yeah, they smoke weed during their career yeah. when it wasn't legal, you know? I'm sure you've had track athletes, not yeah. just, what was it, Richardson? Yeah. Yeah, not her. She, she probably wasn't the only one to smoke weed, but oh, she got definitely. caught. Yeah. And everybody drags her, you know? Right. So, I'm, I, I'm, I'm 50-50 with it. So. so am I. 
definitely. All right, now moving on to our last subject of the day. This is kind of off sports topic, but is a very important topic as my boy Cameron is part of the military. So thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you for your service. He's in the Air Force category, right? Yeah. So just kind of describe what's a day in the life like as an Air Force Um, cadet or whatever. I'm definitely a, what do you call it, maintenance. There's different categories within the Air Force. Okay. Uh, I don't fly the jets. Uh, I am an enlisted member, not an officer. So on the enlisted side, uh, you wake up. I wake up six o'clock every morning. Gotcha. Uh, get ready. Yeah. Get ready for work. It takes me like 20 minutes or so. Do my bed and everything. Then wash my face, stuff like that. There you go. Get breakfast. It's like another 10 minutes or so. Then just drive to work. And once I get to work, uh, I fuel the jets. So we have to check out our equipment to do that. Okay. And that, that takes about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how much trucks we got to check out in the fleet. Because um, we use trucks, like, uh, you know, those gasoline trucks you see around driving? Yeah, yeah. We use, there's a special connection on certain types of trucks to connect it to the aircraft and to fuel it up. Gotcha. And they take about 2,500 gallons. It takes, it takes about like 10 minutes to fuel, honestly. That's wild. Yeah, and it's just repetition every day. Um, after that's done, you know, you just sit around, hang around with your coworkers. Do a little busy work, um, admin, whatever, check your emails. Um, and if you're me, I'm not 21, but if I was, would probably be next year. Um, not if I was, because I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my coworkers, they go out to a little smoke pit until the time comes, hit their vapes and hey. smoke their cigarettes. Yeah, I feel until that. The time comes. They're stressed. I'm like, ah. Oh, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the time comes where the jets they uh, go from the base which is in uh, Layton uh, goes they make a route from the base all the way down to Salt Lake they turn around and that takes about an hour take off going to Salt Lake still 30 minutes okay uh, because it's miles per hour yeah and some people think it's faster but it's just the same and they come back around and when they come around we got to go out there onto the flight line drive on the flight line we all can drive like a uh, 10 miles 10 miles an hour and um yeah get that process done there you we, go we got a bond and ground uh it's little technicalities with the planes and stuff that you got to do and once that's done uh the trucks i drive there are six thousand gallons holy crap so that's bro. about two wow. jets yeah damn and once you get that done, go back, fill it up. And it's been busy lately because we've been doing more exercises, getting yeah. ready for uh, different phases uh, with the aircraft because uh, there's phases um, that they go through that hook up certain equipment to them. And it may take a year or two, a couple of months or whatever. Wow, that's crazy. So it's never fully done when you see them. Um, but yeah, and that's usually take about eight hours a day. And once that's done, uh, head home at like three, uh, change real quick, try to head on to the gym before I get uh, too tired. And there you go. I take like a little pre-workout or an energy drink or something. Cause I know what I used to do was I'll be like, eh, I need a little nap. And then yeah. I just didn't end up going. Um, so what I do is just take a little energy, 
bar, whatever. I head there, work out with a coworker for like two hours. And they have little things on base like intramural sports. So in another, for another two hours, I do that and participate Hell yeah. just to get some calories burning and not sit around in my room all day. And yeah, as I explained earlier, the workout yeah. stuff, that takes about the first two hours. It's a good way to do it. Damn, yeah. that's, a, that's a productive day. Is this like an everyday thing? Yeah, it gets tiring. Wow. So I try to switch it up. But yeah. Yeah. Um, then the next two, two hours of the day, which is like five to seven or so, um, I play this intramural football. Okay. Just fly football. You still get hurt in it. Someone, <laughs> broke, someone broke their collarbone earlier this week. Damn, like y'all be tackling football. each other? No, we're not supposed to be, but yeah. Uh, you, you say know. Uh, competition, it gets there, bro. Yeah. After that, uh, eat, make dinner or eat uh, at this uh, place called the Defact. Okay. Um, because we don't get paid to do certain things like an eating allowance or stuff like I don't have housing, so I stay on base, like at a dorm. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so it's like military college kind of? Yeah, definitely. So it's, gotcha. I still kind of get a college experience out of this. There you go. Right? For. And yeah, seven to nine. And in between the day, I'm talking to my girlfriend, like, uh, I need yeah. help with this. And, like that. <laughs> and yeah, throughout the night, I'm just like, uh, talk to her and give her that time without the two hours because she's busy too she does cheer now shout out to uh cam's girlfriend me and sid both know her she's a great girl so yeah. shout out love her forever <laughs> and ever we won't produce a name on here but shout out to her for shout sure. out to her shout out to her love you most but right. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and right after that, it's just bed for me shower shower in bed normal day bro yeah. wow that's great that's more productive than it seems like my day for sure so definitely that's that's cool but so what's your like ultimate dream like ultimate dream and you want to like fly one of them jets do you want no to i'm actually terrified with my experience uh, experience with those i've actually kind of broken one honestly, yeah with the dorito what a doritos bag i'm not supposed to say that but yeah i won't broke one with a dorito went on the intake <laughs> and they got all freaked out and yeah. Oh man, what Doritos bag. Oh, <laughs> Doritos bag. So if China ever comes upon upon us, start throwing, know, start throwing Dorito bags. Dorito bags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely, uh, the ultimate thing. I just wanted to get college out of this, definitely. So there you go. I try to just keep that as my goal every day as it gets tiring. And yeah, I feel that. I get bumped out, so um, I wanted to be a doctor. Like an emergency position. Nice, bro. Yeah. You're going for the big bucks. Yeah, I want to make yeah. six figures and also work like a eight, maybe ten hour shift and come home to a family, kids. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, like light, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Especially making six figures. Yeah, you'd be you set, relax. bro. Because I mean, I, I'm going to the sports world. I couldn't, I couldn't respect because respect to doctors, bro. Yeah. The stuff they do, bro. There's, I couldn't do it, bro. Yeah. Some of that stuff, bro, is crazy. So respect for sure. So you know Cameron, our guy on here is a multi-two badass, bro. So shout out to him, bro. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you, badass. Yo, yo, definitely. And then yeah, those pirate, those what pilot fighter jets? Yeah, fighter jet pilots. Yeah, the crazy man. That, that was respect. I mean, crazy exercises. Yeah, inside. going that fast in the air, bro. That was scared shit out of me. <laughs> and have y'all seen a Top Gun? Yeah, 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 those yeah. are real. That's kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, real, yeah, so definitely. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. That movie's intense, bro. Mm-hmm. So you know, kind of brings a little realistic side to it for sure. So it's some real shit for sure. 
But yeah, thank you again for your service, uh, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Seriously. And yeah, Cameron, everybody. Yeah, that's Cam, guys. Thanks thank for having me on the show. Yes, sir. Of course. All right, we are heading towards the end of this podcast. And like with every podcast that I like to do, I like to end off my podcast with the fun fact of the day. So I'm going to let my boy Cameron take over this one. So what is the fun fact of the day for September 23rd, 2023? Today's random fun fact is just uh, like a couple. So a crocodile cannot stick out its tongue. Oh, really? And a shrimp's heart, it's in its head. What the? Yeah. Damn. So every time we're eating shrimp, we're just eating its heart too. Damn, really? Yeah, and it's physically impossible for pigs to look up into the sky. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, that makes sense. So they're kind of on the ground with that yeah. shrimp one, though. That's makes shrimp. me not want to eat shrimp. <laughs> God damn it, shrimp! <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, bro, that's crazy. But yeah, so those are some fun facts of the day, especially the alligator one with those big mouths. Can't believe they can't stick their tongue out. Mm-hmm. But. That is the fun facts of the day. Thank you again for my boy Cameron coming on the show. We appreciate you. And then, of course, my second co-host, you know, Sid. You know, thank, thank you, you for having me always. Oh, you guys will be hearing me uh, on the show soon. So thank you again, bro. Right on, everybody. And thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you guys for tuning in. And then, of course, follow my Scarf Show account. Um, wherever you may be listening to your podcast, we're available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts now, Bullhorn, uh, Amazon Music. So we have multiple platforms. Check out my Instagram at the Scarf Show Podcast and make sure you guys like and follow my YouTube account. But thank you guys again for tuning in and listening. We are live in Salt Lake City and this has been the Scarf Show. I'm your host, Andrew Scarborough, and we'll see you guys next week.